eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you alluded to it, but the big picture focus this week, both at House Hall, I think, among the media corps and around Chicago has been the status of Matt Eberflus. And I think a couple of things have dictated that conversation or at least influenced it. Peter King was on the score. Peter King, the well-respected, longtime NFL journalist who used to work for Sports Illustrated and now is working for NBC Sports. And he is as plugged in as anybody who covers the league. He went on the score on the Parkinson Spiegel show and speculated that if the Bears lose in a bad, embarrassing fashion, and we know how likely that could be, that the Bears may respond to that by firing Matt Eberflus. And I think this comes on the heels of our our colleague and friend, Brad Biggs, addressing that on a you know very fairly consistent basis in his weekly 10 thoughts column at ChicagoTribune.com. And obviously it's out there. It's a different era in the NFL, Dan, but – how do you think um, you describe your reaction to the reporting on this or the speculation? And then take us through what Matt Eberflus had to say in response to the questions on Wednesday. Well, look, like I, I've got a little something for you in numbers game when we get around to that on this topic. Um, I think you phrased that well just a minute ago, that the reporting or the speculation. Peter was very straightforward on his interview on WSCR saying on this particular topic, I have no inside information. I'm just surmising here that with the way things have gone for the bears and how bad of a state they're in, that nothing's off the table. And so I think that has kind of gotten uh, legs probably more than Peter intended as he just kind of pontificated, knowing what he knows about the state of the team right now. I find it difficult to believe that the bears launching Matt Eberflus um, comes with 
follow-up plans, right? Like you and I have talked about this, about like, what do you do then? You're already down a defensive coordinator. Now you get rid of the guy who's calling the plays and overseeing the entire team. How do you rearrange all the deck chairs on the Titanic to make sure everything is, is still in place? I think there's a belief that, oh, just, you just, you launch them and you move on and you've already embarrassed yourself enough. Why go through anything further? Well, look like you can embarrass yourself much, much more if you don't have the infrastructure in place to, to then, you know, adjust to new reality, to not have the bodies, to not have the the leadership, to not have the direction of things here. And so it seems drastic to me. It really does at this stage, you know, in, in week five to, to be uh, here, particularly given what we talked about with, with, with what, the depth chart, like the next man up thing on the coaching staff. How do you do that? How do you rearrange that in any way that makes sense and doesn't put your team uh, in a, a more disastrous state? Um, we'll see which way it goes. Look, I think everybody inside that building, David, would would prefer it if they just went out and won Thursday night and we could just punt this backwards a week. Matt Iberflus, uh, you know, basically said on, on Wednesday afternoon after practice that he stays where his feet are, tries to focus on the task at hand. He says he feels. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Support from the brass above him hadn't had any specific conversations on it. Um, so look like, I don't, I don't know how you compare this to patch.com from a couple of years ago. Uh, but these are two stories that kind of start to, to mushroom up. And, and now, now you're, you're kind of dealing with those inside the building to some level. Yeah. I think it, there's a new category of sports, uh, reporting, I suppose that's even a sports media informed speculation is kind of the term. And a lot of people engage in that. And I, and I don't think Peter started off his conversation intending to light a match or anything. I just think that people uh, like myself, I mean, we were, we talked about it for uh, a good part of our, our Wednesday morning show because people are curious. And, and yeah. again, I think people also look around professional sports and the patience levels of owners and, and executives is as short as it ever has been. So I, I think that we all want to cover ourselves in terms of talking about the range of possibilities and the range of possibilities is as wide as ever because of some of the economic realities in place here. And well, so, but I, like, so, so I'll ask you this. Have you been able to get to that next step on the connect the dots chart in your own mind to, to say, okay, if they do that, then what? Well, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I only uh, hypothetically, I, I think that it, that's, that's the part that, that creates, I think probably the, the biggest source of the speculation is that I've always been a believer that you're not going to make a move unless you, you considered the alternative and thought all the way through. And in doing that, I think that your possible interim coaches would be guys on the staff who don't have um, maybe the gravitas or the experience or maybe even the respect in, in the locker room, which is something that we can't, I can't speak to, but you know, Richard Hightower, I don't know if that would be a good move or disastrous for the final third, four, 12 games. Uh, Luke gets, yeah, I don't know if that's a smart move either. So I think those are the guys on either side of, of the ledger to be candidates to be interim head coaches if you go that route. I don't know about the idea of bringing some in, somebody in like the Colts did a year ago, firing <laughs> Frank Reich in uh, nine games into the season and, and let Jeff Saturday kind of learn how to coach and go from high school to the NFL. I don't see that happening. Although, 
again, because of the way the Colts handled that, I think has lent itself to why some of the speculation has been as wild as it seems this week. We just saw it happen in the NFL a year ago, and I wonder if people are trying to cover themselves. I'm with you, though. I would be, I would be, as I said, in the, I think I used this term on, on the radio, the gobsmacked. I would be very surprised <laughs> if Friday morning we're talking about the Bears have called a press conference to announce the firing of Matt Eberflus. I can't believe we're even having this conversation. We're five games in, but it's the way of the world and the way the NFL works these days. So I guess part of me does understand it. My, my, so I have a qu- another question for you in a second, but it was just two weeks ago that Ryan Poles was in front of the media expressing his uh, confidence in Matt Eberflus. Now the two things that have happened since are <laughs> you got, you were down 41 to nothing at Arrowhead stadium. And the next week you gave up a 21 point lead at home to a team that was winless. Um, so that changes the, the, the thought process, certainly to some extent. And we see those images from the game on Sunday of, Poles up in the box uh, at Soldier Field and Jeff King with his uh, face in his hands. And, and they're, they're all just trying to, to wrap their brains around all these things. My other question to you is, like, do you feel depressed that this has become a leading topic of conversation in the first week of October in our city? All right, I'll answer the, the first question first. Um, you know, the, the fact that uh, we haven't talked about the, the presence of Kevin Warren, I think, makes everything a little bit more uncertain because – we don't know what direction he wants to take this in. The, that's the only factor that is different from previous controversies, previous seasons that have, you know, where we've speculated the patch.com, for instance. We don't know how Kevin Warren is going to respond to his team that he is, is the president of being embarrassed on national television and then in front of his home fans. We don't know how he feels about the dysfunction that has spilled over in the way of a very odd explanation for Nate Davis's preseason um, uh, lack of practice time that spilled over into Alan Williams resigning under mystery, which spilled over into Chase Claypool being banished from the building. These are embarrassing, dysfunctional episodes that have nothing or very little to do with being 0-4 and having you know 14 straight losses. Last thing on Kevin Warren before I get to your second question. He has also been part of something that where the established precedent, he was a commissioner of the big 10 where he canceled football. And then a short time later, after that circumstances changed and everything that he said about canceling football, what didn't apply because the situation changed and he was not too stubborn to, to go back to what you know, he is. He has been part of changing something because of historical precedent. And I think that, I don't know if that is relevant now, but I wouldn't dismiss it in thinking about why what Kit Ryan Poles said a couple of weeks ago is no longer valid because sure. everything changes quickly in the NFL. Now, as far as the conversation, does it depress me? No, I, I think I'm, I'm a realist and, and it doesn't necessarily depress me. It, there are a lot of things to be disappointed about, but in the state of today's, you know, mainstream media, sports media, uh, reporting in general. Oh, no, I, and I don't mean I don't mean it from a like uh, you know speculation. Does it does it depress you? It's more it's more from the standpoint of like, <laughs> my God, we've got a long way to go in this season, and how in the world is this going to be interesting if we're already at you know press the button and and launch everyone state? Well, that's that's interesting, Dan, because I've been on both sides of this. Now I've been where you've sat and 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 at the facility every day, and so if if I were in that position. 
I would be very, <laughs> I, I would be kind of in a different frame of mind because there's a drudgery factor that sets in. It's like if you if you return from Washington D.C. on Friday and the Bears are 0 5, and you're considering a coaching search and a coaching change and a lot of bad football, and there's three months left in the season. Yes, I can see why you'd use the word depressed. I'm in a different seat. I'm in a different vantage point, and I've had the benefit of being, you know, up close and at the facility every day. And now I'm not. So from where I'm not at now, I I don't necessarily. I understand why. I I, I guess I, it doesn't doesn't wear me down as much because I am trying to think of practical solutions. I do want to look at it as less of a a, a drudgery as much as it could be a quick fix or, or changing the subject or, or finding a solution, you know, you got to stop the leaking. So you call, you know, you, you call the plumber, you, you, you do whatever you need to do to, to live another day to, to move on. So I think that's where I'm looking at it differently. I'm not, I'm not in there in the sausage factory. I'm yeah. just looking from afar and hoping that everything turns out well. Yeah. Well, hopefully something turns out well at some point. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, and I think that, you know, it's easy, it's easy to sit here and, and we don't want to, we don't want to diminish too. These are people's careers and families are involved. And I don't think that, you know, you think we're, we're, we're talking and people are like, well, you know, you guys cover the team. Why are you put out the people that are involved? I can't imagine what it would be like to be Matt Eberflus's family right now. I mean, they, you know, they had a good situation in Indianapolis. You get the job with an opportunity of a lifetime moves to Chicago and now they haven't been here two years. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, uh, did we rent or buy? And I asked somebody that today It's like, if you wanted to settle in Chicago as a coach of the bears and you don't even finish, you know, a season and a half, if these reports or this speculation comes true, then, then you start to feel some empathy in a, in a job that really doesn't require that to be, you know, on the air covering the team. That's not part of it, but you can't help but have some. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And (laughs) we'll see which direction this goes Uh, again when this is the second of five games in October. um, You're hopeful that, that, that it's not an embarrassing loss. You're hopeful that there is signs that, that they they've moved in the right direction, but again, they're, they're, they're beat up. We'll get our predictions in a few minutes. I don't think anyone here uh, is picking the bears to win. So, um, Buckle in and, and see what Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday have to hold.